right, hello and welcome back to the Basic Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Thompson, and joining us today for the first time ever on the podcast is author Jennifer Schaefer. Uh, Jennifer, welcome to our podcast. Thank you very much. I'm so glad to be here. All right, we're going to be talking about your new book that just came out, I believe, in June. Um, yes, sir. But kind of introduce yourself to our listeners since this is the first time uh, you're interacting with sure. them. Okay. Uh, so again, my name is Jennifer. Um, I grew up in uh, Texas, you know, the Corpus Christi area, uh, born and raised, went to college in Florida, lived in Florida for a while, and then moved back to Texas. And I've been here ever since and uh, didn't intentionally write a book, but God led me to that. So I believe that it was something that he wanted me to do. And um, I really do think that it's something that people need to hear. Okay. So uh, you went to college in Pensacola, as I did. We, I think we overlapped yes, sir. a few years, uh, but somehow in a college campus of 5,000 people, I don't think we ever met. I don't know how that <laughs> happened. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and since I spent most of the time in my dorm room or in the library, that's not shocking. <laughs> um, so, so you just wrote this book. This is your first book, right? It is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So first book, maybe a you think you get a second book in you or... I, I actually do have an idea for a second book. Um, it, I'll have to get some extra time to yeah. uh, start writing that. I also have a full-time secretarial job, uh, but hopefully I'll be able to have some time set aside to start on that soon. So is writing something just a passion of yours, something you've done for a while and you decided I've got to get this out of my system or something you, you never imagined? Well, I, it's not, it actually isn't something that I thought that I would ever do. Um, I literally just found myself in a position to where I was struggling with, honestly, just uh, doubting God's goodness in my life. Um, I got to a place where I just wrote down what are the things that I'm struggling with. And then I looked through the, in the scripture and I said, you know what, you can find all your answers in God's word. And so as I was putting it together, I was like, this is a great outline. I should try to put it into something that I can put together as a book. Awesome. <laughs> so. All right, so the title of your book is I Know God, But Do I Know God? So Correct. sounds kind of confusing. So, so yes. explain to us what, what's going on here. Well, um, all in, my attention is the title, I Know God. And many people may know God as their Savior, but sometimes it stops there. And this book could be um, for, it's primarily for believers, you know, people growing in their faith. But it also starts with the foundation. Yeah. Like, do you know God? And it starts there. And then my desire is for people to know God better, to have a deeper relationship with him, to know who God is to them so that they can live a more victorious life. So, you know, I've asked my students many times. I'm a, I'm a Christian school teacher here in uh, Wisconsin. Okay. Uh -huh. I also ask, but how, how many of you know, raise your hand. You know, how many of you know LeBron James? Oh, I know LeBron James. How many of you know uh, Donald Trump? Oh, I know Donald Trump. Do you? Yeah. Do you really? What, what's right. Donald Trump's favorite color? What did he have for dinner <laughs> last night? Well, how do we, no, but, well, you recognize, and I think, you know, and that's why I like the title of your book. Many of us awesome. have a concept of God. Right. Um, even if you're not a Christian, you have a, some concept. But then even sure. in the Christian realm, right. um, you know, Knowing God is almost like writing a research paper. I can tell you a whole bunch of facts about George Washington. I can give right. you a, a quick synopsis of the life 
and presidency of Richard Nixon. Um, but these are men I've never met, and I don't know right. on an intimate basis. Um, and I think some people treat God that same way, where, you yeah, know, I've been in church all my life. I sing the songs. I pray the prayers. I've memorized the verses. Um, right. I, I know um, I can give you the facts about God, characteristics about God. I can tell you yes. how to pray. But a relationship with God is something much more. Exactly. It's much deeper. Um, I remember hearing a song too growing up and the, the song said, uh, you may know a lot about God, but do you really know him? And that always stuck out in my head because yes, I grew up in a Christian home. Um, I really have a burden for others who grow up in a Christian home who may just have sometimes religion, but it's not a relationship. Right. And of course, when you have a relationship with God, you dig into his word and you find out who he is. Right. who he is to you personally, when you come up to trials, when you start doubting, you know, Lord, all my life, I thought this was going to happen and it hasn't. Or what do you do whenever somebody passes or uh, something big comes up in your life and you're, you just doubt God completely because right. you don't know him deeply. Yeah. And you know, my testimony, I, I grew up, I, you know, it, it's the stereotype, you know, I grew up in a Christian home and uh, right. I've been in church since, since birth. Um, I actually know one person who was actually born in a church. Um, wow. So, um, I, I knew all of this stuff, but I remember it was right around um, when I went off to college. Uh, okay. Shortly before then, it was just my senior year of high school, it began to dawn on me that mm -hmm. this stuff was surface level. Right. Um, I, I knew... Like I, I never doubted the existence of God. I didn't doubt mm -hmm. the the validity of the Christian faith. But as I began, mm -hmm. I remember just listening to testimonies in church and thinking, "That's not me." Yeah. That you know, this guy's talking yeah. prayer. This person's talking about this intimate time with God and His Word. And it's like, I have not read the Bible. It's not me. But I, I right. And you know, going to college, thinking I. No. No. Yeah. Well, it, it was actually in call. I mean, you know, cause I grew up in a Christian home. Like I said, um, I prayed, I talked to the Lord. I read my Bible. It wasn't until I heard a message in college and I can't even remember who preached it, but he preached on prayer and the power of prayer. And it wasn't until that point that prayer really came alive in my life. Oh. Like there's so many Christians that go through life. They pray, but they, they don't pray believing that God's going to do yeah. what they ask. Right. And then sometimes you pray and you pray for something all your life. And if it doesn't happen, you think, well, God, God doesn't care about me, <laughs> but he does. And I have found there's been things that I pray for that he hasn't answered maybe in the way I thought he would. Right. And I come back and I find, you know, those might be mercies in my life. Yeah. And I find that the biggest thing is, you know, uh, the, the verse in the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And I've had to ask myself, what is that desire? Is it really this or is it to fill God's perfect will in my life? And I have found that, you know, we all have a purpose. And my my desire is to fill, fulfill that purpose that God has for me. So tell us about that that moment for you when it dawned on you that not only did you not have that relationship with God, but you could. Right. <laughs> okay. 
Well, so I mean, like I said, in college, I did really grow my prayer life. Um, I kind of in my 30s um, went through a phase where, you know, you you think the typical person gets married, has a family, starts starts a family. Um, And of course, those were all things that I thought would happen in my life. Um, I went past my 30s and those did not happen. And I kind of found myself like I prayed about those things and I said, Lord, I believe that you can do these things. But I, for some reason, I had this thought in my head that God is denying me these things for some reason. And I had to really come to the grips that God was not being cruel to me. He was not um, saying, Jennifer, I'm punishing you for something because I'm not giving you these things. He really used that to deepen my relationship with him. And at the end of the book, I talk about, you know, um, getting to the point where God is your everything. Yeah. And really you do like if everything else in the whole world dropped, <laughs> dropped off. Yeah. If you have God, you have what you need to right. survive. <laughs> um, and if you don't, even Christians like can go through life just hopeless because they yeah. don't have that deep relationship. Yeah. We don't, we don't get that the, the point of all of these things is to actually lead us to Christ. Uh, all these things right. that, we, that we want, that we want, uh, you know, going back to Bible college. Um, I remember yeah. hearing this over and over again before going to Bible college. You're supposed to go to Bible college because that's where you're going to find your spouse. And yeah. um, <laughs> that's what I, they say. <laughs> I, I graduated and uh, I didn't have a spouse. Um, what what did I do? It happens. <laughs> um, I, right. I, right. You know, I remember in, a, in our ministerial seminar class, our, our pastor, Jim Shetler, was uh speaking yes all of us guys stand up if you're senior stand up he said if you're married sit down get a girlfriend or sit down get (laughs) engaged sit down and there's a handful of us well men pray for these guys i'm just like (laughs) um and i and i really struggled with that uh college i I, my first well my second ministerial position i was in i was a youth pastor at a little baptist church in connecticut and uh built this this parsonage for the new yeah. pastor and his family. Okay. And there I was single. And and I had that, yeah. that same, very same struggle of this isn't supposed to happen this way. Right. Um, right. God, why why are you not giving and it, it took me a long time to figure out and, and and eventually God showed me through the scriptures that you're looking at all these things to point to me, but I just want I, I want you to be close to me. That's that's your right. purpose. purpose isn't to get married. Your right. Purpose is to have a ministry. Your purpose is right. To God. Your purpose is a relationship with me. And right. perhaps those other things would have gotten in the way of that. Sure. And I think of that sometimes, too. I think, you know, um, who do I put first? What do I put my put first? And I talk a little bit about that in the book whenever I'm trying to determine, you know, what is what is my uh, what do I want most? What if I delight in the Lord? What do I want most? And I want what his perfect will is. Uh, but sometimes I think, well, Lord, if you would have given me a family, a husband, a family, would that have come between um, me and you? And there's also, I remember a time in college where um, the, I think it was even in a chapel service. Um, the speaker said, um, if you want to give your life totally to God, come up here and, you know, publicly announce that like by coming to the altar. Yeah. And I did, but in my heart, uh, there was a part of me that was still like, well, I do, I do want to give myself to you, Lord, 
but I, I want to, I want it to happen the way I want it to. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I really had to get to the point where, you know, whether I ever get married or whether I ever have a family or whether um, God wants me to stay single and use me and maybe he could use me better that way um, right. that I'm okay with that. And I'm content with that. And sometimes that could be a hard thing, but oh, yeah. when you have him to walk with you through it, right. uh, you, it really makes it so much sweeter because you know him a lot more intimately. So it's, it's so much worth it. <laughs> okay. So we, we have, you know, we'll, we'll make up a, a fake person, Ted, who's going through this same struggle. <laughs> he picks up your book and begins yeah. to like identify. Yeah. Yeah. I get this. I'm right here. I don't know um, God in the way that I should. I'm, I'm my life is, is, is too, uh, involved with other things and stuff. And I, and I haven't mm-hmm. neglected that relationship with God. What do you want him or, or her or whoever uh, to get from your book? What help do you want to be to them? Well, I, I know that um, like what I said, uh, I really got to the point and it was more, like I said, I was doubting God's goodness. That was the big thing that was, yeah. that I was doubting God, God's goodness. But I went back, I went back all the way to my teen years. Um, I started with what all have I struggled with? There is, I, I touch on even insecurities. Um, I touch on um, God being your sustainer, providing for you, um, that he's all knowing. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And really even like there are times where I felt like there's no way I could be happy in this situation, but you, you can have joy in any situation. If God is your, he has to be there. He has to be who you lean on and he is your strength to get through that. And, um, you know, I really, I really think that getting into God's word, I really would like for people through this, they may say, well, this doesn't apply exactly to me, but she found the answers in the Bible for her. And I know in in the book, I even say, you know, God has the answer to every question. He has the comfort for every heartache. He has what you need. And whenever we talk to God in prayer, he talks to us through his scripture and he can use the same verse, you know, to help me a different way than he helps you. Uh, But just for people to see, God has really shown me these things. And if I get into God's word, he will surely show me what I need to see through, uh, you know, what hard time I'm going through. And so I really have a desire to help people just to dig into God's word. There's a lot of scripture in my book, but I believe that that is the answer. I mean, it's not my opinion. (laughs) Um, It's really what God says in his word about that situation. So really the only way to know God is through his word. Um, Exactly. And our our prayer would be that this book points people back to that word and that that they'll be able to see. Right. Amen. So you divide your book basically into three sections. You begin with kind of an introduction or a basic uh, foundation of the gospel. Um, You're not going to Yes, sir without without that first um, right no there will be no relationship right right and right. so uh, but the majority of the book you spend in um just really talking about some practical steps people can't take tell us a little right. bit about that so if you're our time is kind of winding down okay here. but um sure about, about that sure. So in the main chapters of the book, um, I wanted to bring out God's character, like who he is. Um, You know, some people like as a kid growing up, you learn what are uh, the characteristics of God. You can list them all out, but 
what does that mean to you? How did, how has he been your, you know, God is our creator, but do you struggle with who you are and what you look like? I mean, God created you and he doesn't make mistakes. And then there's also friend, a friend. Sometimes people struggle with even finding a good friend, but when nobody else is there, God will never leave you nor forsake you. And so the, the chapters start out, um, mostly with, you know, I talk about the characteristic and then I talk about a specific instance in my life, um, that God has shown himself real to me through that. And then I give scripture to back it up. And so there's, there's several chapters and it just really goes through the things that I've struggled with. Um, but I really do think that it's relatable. I've made myself pretty vulnerable. (laughs) Um, but I really do think that that's where it's real. It's, it's, it's very real and people will see that it's real and it's not hard. It's just, you have to get into God's word and you have to let him speak to you in the specific way that you need him. So. Oh, well, thank you, Jennifer, for coming on the podcast here today and uh, for your book. Again, the book is entitled, I know God, but do I know God? And again, by Jennifer Schaefer, our, our guest today, and I'll make sure to have a link to that on the show notes, a link to her website and Amazon as well. Um, so don't forget to check us out there, www.basicbiblepodcast.org. And then on the socials, uh, join our Facebook group. And then you can look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Basic Bible Cast. So uh, until next week, have a good rest of your week. I'll see you then.